Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. I'm so glad that we can spend time together to read the scriptures and learn from heaven. I would like to encourage you to really focus on what God wants to say to you. Let us pray and believe that the Holy Spirit will speak to us. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that we can hear the voice of heaven and we can be encouraged to walk a faithful life. And Lord, we want to be fruitful. We want to receive your rewards not only on earth, but also in heaven. And we want to glorify your name, Father. We love you so much. We ask you, Lord, to help us. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. I would like to read from 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. The Bible says, Each one should use whatever gift he has received to serve others faithfully, administering God's grace in its various forms. The Bible says that God has graciously given to us different kinds of talents and spiritual gifts or manifestation of the Holy Spirit according to the grace of God. You may have the gifts of words of knowledge, words of wisdom, or the gifts of service, the gifts of helps, the gift of pastor, gift of being an evangelist or the gifts of tongues and interpretation. God wants us to use all this gift that He gave to us to bless other people and to build the kingdom and His church. He wants us to be faithful in using the gifts that come to us by the grace of God. My brother and sister, all the spiritual gifts that come to us is not that we are capable or we are good enough, but by the grace of God. But too often, instead of focusing on giving glory to God, being faithful in serving the Lord, showing love to God, we pursue titles or positions, thinking that we will feel good about ourselves when we have some titles or position in the church. Or we may think that if we join a company and we have a title of sales manager or a CEO, then we can feel good about ourselves. Or when we can become a head usher in the church or the senior leader or senior supervisor or senior pastor, then we will do the best we can Actually, it's nothing wrong to have titles or positions. Nothing wrong to have the honor from people. But what I'd like to say to you by the Holy Spirit right now is that we don't need a title or a position to do what God has called us to do and what God has given us grace to serve Him by the spiritual gift that we have. I would like to encourage you. 
Don't wait for people to approve you, affirm you, or validate you before you serve the Lord. You just love God with all your heart and discover your gifts, your talents, your calling, and use your gifts and the title will come later on. Be faithful in using your gift in serving the Lord and serving other people. I would like to read the scripture concerning the life of a young man named David. Later on, David had a title to be the king of Israel. Let me read from 1 Samuel chapter 17, verses 12 to 15. Now David was the son of a man named Jesse, an Ephratite from Bethlehem in the land of Judah. Jesse was an old man at that time, and he had eight sons. Jesse's three oldest sons, Eliab, Abinadab, and Shimea, has already joined Saul's army to fight the Philistines. These three sons had the title in the army of Israel. Verse 14, David was the youngest son. David's three oldest brothers stayed with Saul's army. But David went back and forth so he could help his father with the sheep in Bethlehem. David was just a shepherd. He did not have any title in the army of Israel. 1 Samuel 17, 23 to 51. As he was talking with them, David went to the battlefield and he was talking to the soldiers. Goliath, the Philistine champion from Gath, came out from the Philistine ranks. Then David heard him shout his usual taunt to the army of Israel. As soon as the Israelite army saw him, they began to run away in fright. Have you seen the giant? The men asked. He comes out each day to defy Israel. The king has offered a huge reward to anyone who kills him. He will give that man one of his daughters for a wife, and the man's entire family will be exempted from paying taxes. David asked the soldiers standing nearby, what will a man get for killing this Philistine and ending this defiance of Israel? Who is this pagan Philistine anyway that he is allowed to defy the armies of the living God? And these men gave David the same reply. They said, yes, that is the reward for killing him. But when David's oldest brother, Eliab, heard David talking to the men, he was angry. What are you doing around here anyway? He demanded. What about those few sheep you are supposed to be taken care of? I know about your pride and deceit. The oldest son of Jesse looked down or despised David. You just want to see the battle. What have I done now? David replied. I was only asking a question. He walked over to some others and asked them the same thing and received the same answer. Then David's question was reported to King Saul and the king sent for him. Don't worry about this Philistine, David told Saul, the king. I'll go fight him. Don't be ridiculous. Saul replied, there's no way you can fight 
this Philistine and possibly win. You are only a boy. You see, David was just a boy. He did not have any title. He was not even a soldier in the army, and he has been a man of war since his youth. But David persisted. I have been taking care of my father's sheep and goats. Basically, David say, I have the gift from God to be a shepherd, taking care of the sheep of my daddy. I have been faithful to serve my father. He said, When a lion or a bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock, I go after it with a club and rescue a lamb from its mouth. If the animal turns on me, I catch it by the jaw and club it to death. I have done this to both lions and bears, and I will do it to this pagan Philistine too, for he has defied the armies of the living God. David faithfully used his gift in fighting against lions and bear, without any title, to serve his daddy and to take care of the flocks of the sheep. Verse 37: The Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine. David was boasting about God that God gave him that supernatural ability. Saul finally consented. All right, go ahead, he said, and may the Lord be with you. Then Saul gave David his own army, and a bronze helmet and a coat of mail. David put it on, strapped the sword over it, and took a step or two to see what it was like, for he had never worn such things before. I cannot go in this, he protested to Saul. I'm not used to them. So David took them off again. He picked up five smooth stones from a stream and put them into his shepherd's bag. Then, armed only with his shepherd's staff and sling, he started across the valley to fight the Philistine. Wow, this man was very brave and full of faith in God's power. Verse 41: Goliath walked out toward David with his shield barrier. Ahead of him, he came with another soldier, sneering in contempt at this ruddy-faced boy. "Am I a dog?" he roared at David. "That you come at me with a stick!" And he cursed David by the names of his gods. "Come over here, and I will give your flesh to the birds and wild animals." Goliath yelled. David replied to the Philistine, "You come to me." With sword, spear, and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of Heaven's army, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. Today, the Lord will conquer you, and I will kill you, cut off your head, and then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and the wild animals, and the whole world will know that there is a God of in Israel. King David confessed the words of faith. He depended on the gift and the power of God, on the grace of God. He boasted about his God, and he proclaimed the victory by faith with his mouth. And everyone assembled here will know that the Lord rescues His people, but not with sword and spear. This is the Lord's battle, and He will give you to us. 
as Goliath moved closer to attack, David quickly ran out to meet him. Wow, David did not become shaken at all. He ran quickly toward Goliath, reaching into his shepherd's bag and taking out a stone. He hurled it with his sling and hit the Philistine in the forehead. The stone sank in and Goliath stumbled and fell face down on the ground. So David triumphed over the Philistine with only a sling and a stone, for he had no sword. Then David ran over and pulled Goliath's sword from its sheath. David used it to kill him and cut off his head. When the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they turned and ran. My brother and sister, this story tells us that David faithfully used his gift of taking care of the sheep. He was a shepherd. And also the gifts of fighting in the warfare against the lions and the bears that he received from God by his grace. If David would have waited for a title in the army, we would not be talking about this story today. When he went out to face Goliath, David wasn't a general, a corporal, or a surgeon. He was not even enlisted in the army. He did not have a title, a name badge, a uniform, or a single credential. He went out knowing God had called and given him the gift to defeat the enemy by the grace of God. And his enemy was a giant named Goliath. In a few years, people in Israel gave him a title, King of Israel. But he served the Lord faithfully before he got the title. I want to encourage all of you, don't look for the title. Don't look for the position or the approval from man. You just look to God. Love God with all your heart. Serve Him faithfully by using your talent, your gift, your time, being faithful in what you do, even though man does not see what you're doing, but God sees, and the promotion, the title, will come from the Lord. We should be faithful in doing what the Lord has called us to do. Numbers chapter 12, verses 6 to 8 say, And he said, Hear now my words. If there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, make myself known to him in a vision and speak to him in a dream. But not so with my servant Moses. He is entrusted and faithful in all my house. Everyone say, faithful. Moses did not look for a position, but he was faithful to God and in his calling. With him, I speak mouth to mouth directly, clearly, and not in dark speeches. And he beholds the form of the Lord. Why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? God spoke highly about Moses because he was a faithful servant. He did not look for any title. When God calls him to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt, he just served. He did not look for any title. He just faithful to the Lord. And he was doing his job. He depended on the grace of God. Psalm 101 verse 6, I would like to encourage you with the scripture to be faithful in using the gifts that 
has been given to you by the Lord by His grace. Everyone say, by His grace. Psalm 101 verse 6, My eyes shall look with favor upon the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me. He who walks blamelessly, he shall minister to me. You see, God is looking for a faithful servant, not a person who looks for a title or a position. God knows whether you are faithful or not. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 20, A faithful man shall abound with blessings. I like that. I want to be a faithful man in the kingdom because God is going to bless me with much blessing. But he who makes haste to be rich at any cost shall not go unpunished. My brothers and sisters, God sees everything, even behind the scene. Therefore, don't try to look for approval from any man. You look to God and you show to God, I am faithful, I'm blameless, I love you, I serve you. And eventually, He will command the blessing to come upon us and He will give us the title later on. But that title, that position will come from Him, not from any man. Lately, a man came to my church just only a couple months and came to me, Pastor Lau, I want to be your assistant pastor. I'm going to build this church with you. I was thinking, who are you? I have known you only two months. I don't even know your doctrine. You have not been faithful. You never lived even one chair in the church. Another time, many years ago, a man came to my church. He said that he is a teacher in a Bible school. And he came and said, I need to preach on your pulpit. But he never served anything. He just sat in the chair and let people serve him with food. He never even put the plate out of the table and put in the garbage. He just sit there to be served by people. I look at him and I thought, you are not even serving. Good leaders are servants, not look for title. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2. Now a person who is put in charge as a manager must be faithful. New Living Translation. In another translation, NIV say, Now it is required that those who have been given a trust must prove faithful. Another translation in 1 Corinthians 4 2, Now the most important thing about a servant is that he does just what him, his master tells him to. In conclusion, my brother and sister, I learned from the Lord in building the church or taking care of the business of God. I learned that when people show up in my church, I'm looking for a character, a godly character, being blameless, being faithful, using the spiritual gift faithfully, not looking for title or position. Have a servant heart, serve people, lift up the chair, bless people, not looking for any man's approval. And if that person is faithful in doing what God tells him to do, it may take a year, two years, or many months. It's up to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Eventually, I will give the title to that person in the church. I'm a pastor who will not just give title to people because of the diploma, because 
of the previous title from another church, or because he's good looking, or because he's rich, driving an expensive car, or he's a manager in a company. I'm not looking for ability. I'm not looking for head knowledge. I'm not looking at the charismatic personality. I'm looking for a faithful person, a blameless, righteous person, a man or a woman of character. And the Lord must speak to the pastor like me first before I give the title and say, "Yes, this is a time. This is the right timing. You give title or ordain this person, or give the title of being the head of the ministry or the manager of this department." I want to follow the way of God. Title is not required in using your gift to serve the Lord and serve other people. This is what I believe, and I'm going to follow the Bible's way. Let us pray and ask God to help us to be faithful, and we're going to be blessed when we are faithful in using the gifts that God has given to us. Father, we thank you so much. For the spiritual gifts that you have given to all of us, and for what you have called us to do, thank you, Lord, that we can just be the best that we can be with what we have, and you would take care of the rest. You are the one who gives us promotion and title. You are the one who will pour the blessing on us. We believe. That you will receive glory when we are faithful, blameless, righteous, and doing the best we can to you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Help my brothers and sisters, please, Lord, to be faithful in serving you and doing what they're called to do, Lord. Lord, anoint them. Pour your Holy Spirit upon them. Give them more grace. If they have been faithful for a long time already in the church, you give them more gifts, more level and measure of the anointing, and you will use them fruitfully for the kingdom of God. Father, you shall bless them indeed, and show them their calling, and there shall be the blessing to the nation, Father. Oh, Father, give them a heart of faithfulness, blamelessness. A heart of a good servant of God, in Jesus' name, Amen. I believe that you will practice what you learn, and the Lord will shine His face upon you. Thank you so much. God bless you. I will see you in other teaching. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at two zero six two seven five one zero four two. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. Friends think that 
still stay.